to another episode of Chris and A's Reality TV Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host, I'm very good friend, he's Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Love Island UK Season 9, Episode 1, Chris. So we're back again for Winter Love Island. A bit odd, you know, Christmas, but where would you like to start today? Well, Dave, let's talk about the shit intros we got. So welcome back, everybody. <laughs> we are back. Um, we are back as always. Yeah, so so we get hate these intros to Love Island. The Aussie one did the same where, you know, someone's like fucking serving someone in a restaurant and they throw a drink on them or, you know, you've got Kai there, supposed to be a, a parent's evening, getting phone numbers off one of the parents, apparently, Dave. You know, because that is obviously everything you're allowed to do as a teacher, and he lo- he goes off. And- Better than the students. <laughs> yeah, <well>. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go down that route in the first episode, <laughs> but there you go. A minute in. <laughs> there was a second there. I thought he was a student. I honestly thought, why is a student giving me a phone? This is inappropriate. Then I looked again and thought, oh, no, it's the mum. You know, she shoes the son off. But anyway, intros are terrible, Dave, but... We get the new host, Dave, Maya Jama. So what are we saying, David? Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> you said you had all this planned. Now. What were you going to say? didn't realize you were going to ask me. Listen, Chris, I think we can already tell. I had no idea who Maya Jama was, to be honest. Apparently, you know, Laura was going to start. This new person was going to do it. All right. Whatever. You know my opinion on these Love Island hosts. That What do they have to do? They rock up every now and then, say a few scripted lines, and then bugger off. I have to say, Chris, what a start. So yeah. out of all the different Love Islands we've watched from the UK, the US, Australia, I have to say, she's, she's started in a, a great way. I mean, first off, look, it's undeniable. She's absolutely stunning. Kind of thought she was one of the contestants initially, <laughs> you know, and, and she'll be cleaning up, but um, apparently not. But she does seem to have a, a, you know, she has a bit of, I don't want to say bants, Chris, but, you know, she does have a little bit of chat, a bit of banter. So, you know, it's not like, um, I mean, the classic was Sophie Monk, wasn't it, where she rocked yeah. up one week. Didn't even know what was going on. Seemed surprised by everything, and then uh, couldn't even be asked to turn up the week after. But she, she seems more engaged with it, Maya Jammer. So yeah, I think it's a, a really good start, to be honest. Now, and I, I didn't really uh, hate on Laura Whitmore quite as much as you did, uh, but you can see there's a, an immediate upgrade in every sense of the word. Yeah, and, and I, I think you're right. I think she is naturally a presenter. I know who she is, Dave. I've followed her for a long time on uh, Twitter. I'm just going to make a disclaimer, though, Dave, because obviously my wonderful, beautiful wife of 25 years, Dave, you know, she listens to this podcast and she knows that there is not one woman on this planet that she has to worry about, Dave. But I knew there was a butt <laughs> coming. You know, I told you about the butt sandwich. You can never <laughs> do a butt sandwich. You can't say that shit no. and then put a butt in there. Anything you say after 
renders the first bit redundant. Okay. But go on. So, you, so you, all you, I'm going to say, you've Dave... Got, you've got the rope. Here you go. Hang yourself. <laughs> all I'm going <laughs> to say, there will be no calling of Maya Gemma on this podcast, David. And if I hear one word out of your mouth calling her, there's going to be trouble, my friend. That's all I'm going to say, Okay. Let's leave it at that. I've not hung myself out to dry too much. I think everybody can read between the lines. But, yeah, she's a stunning lady. I think she's got a bit of sass about her, but it's whether the producers are going to let her tackle some of the contestants. Because we all know last series, fucking Laura on the after sun and everything. And I know she had to tow the company line. And and, and respect to her for leaving, she said there was a few differences. I'm hoping that the differences were what we kept saying. Why are you not addressing people like Luca and all that? And they just played mm. it off as friendly banter when Luca was a raving fucking psychopath. Ooh, you know what I mean? He's just being a bit possessive, you know? Oh, no, really? Of control, you dicks. Yeah, exactly. So they never they never fingered on After Sun. They played it all as like, and fucking the podcast and everything, which coincidentally, we do have new presenters for the After Sun, Dave. We have Sam Thompson and we have India from the last series, Dave. So she's the co-host. Oh. So well done to India for getting that exposure. And I do believe Indy's been one of the most successful contestants. So I am virtually clapping India, Dave, because she was nice, India. So fair play. So they're going to be on the After Sun show and the podcast. So they've got rid of Kem and whoever that other girl was. But yeah, I, I, I hope that Maya Jamma actually tackles some of them. And I, and I hope she has a little bit of control of what goes on because if, if it does go down the same route, and let's be honest, Dave, I know we haven't talked about the contestants, the lads already look like a bunch of fucking bellends again. So <laughs> fucking idiots, the lot of them. So, you know, so so I just hope that she can tackle him if they start mistreating some of the girls and it's looking like that already. So uh, what do you think, Dave, about the contestants? and all the, oh, Sorry, in fact, no, I'm lying. The format, because there's been a format change, hasn't there? Yeah, and so we, we saw in the Australian one that they changed it up a little bit, but not enough. So they... They brought in this thing where the girls could interview the guys before the guys chose the girls. And it's like, well, what was the point in that? Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Obviously, these different franchises, they talk to each other. They play around with formats and stuff. Bounce ideas, I am sure. They must do. So, you know, it's interesting that they, they've gone you know, eight seasons before in the UK. They've got multiple seasons in the US and Australia as well. And for the, is it the first time or I think in the, in the first season, didn't the girls choose the boys actually? Possibly. It's a long time. Yeah. Possibly. It's a long time ago. So I could say. So, so I'm not going to say the first time because it might not be, but you know, for the first time since we've been covering it, the girls actually get to choose the boys. And I have to say, Chris, We've been calling for things to be shaken up, things to change. Got to it. You know, the boys go into the villa first. Felt a bit weird. Didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> it just felt weird, you know, because the, the girls have slightly different chat. You know, they're all like, hey, you know, this is great and everything. And they're, they're having the time of their lives. And the blokes are a bit more standoffish, a bit more blokey. Like, so I don't know. It just just felt weird to me just to to have the boys go into the villa first yeah because you used to get that like on the back of a jeep thing don't you and the girls are all happy and yeah. everything we didn't get any of that and you're right and dave i'm not being funny but I, I don't like any of these guys i've just said it once but my god what is the matter with you why do they 
they, they cast them. I'm already off because I, I, I thought there's going to be some of them are respectful, but some of the stuff coming out of the mouths was like just ridiculous. I mean, Will Will's the one who's got this big following, the farmer. And he comes in and he's over the top and everything. And he didn't get really get picked, to be honest. He may turn out to be quite a grounded and lovely guy. They didn't do me any harm, but there's just a few of them when I'm like, lads, just chill it out. I mean, the best one I've seen so far, and I've seen the tea online, is Harris has said he wasn't been in a relationship ever. Well, that's bullshit because his girlfriend's released a video of them together, Dave, on holiday, going for meals together and everything. I'm just like, come on. You know, I just... When any oh, fucking hell, it's episode one this, but <laughs> when any of them say that shit about, oh yeah, I've never really been in a relationship, you're just like, oh fuck off. From being at school, you you'd have been in like boyfriend girlfriend situations and stuff, but it's such utter bollocks. And I'm sorry, Chris, but that fucking Harris, he don't half remind me of Phil Foden. I still look at him and I think, you're going to steal my bike, aren't you? You know, so it just, I don't like him. Um, and and the line about, oh, are you a ring girl? Oh, yeah, I'm a boxer, me. You know? <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> oh, he can't say it, didn't he? <laughs> well, he's not a pro boxer. I'm not being disrespectful. I respect anybody who gets in a boxing ring, but... He's doing them white collar ones that me and you could sign up for now, Dave, and do do twelve weeks training camp and do are one. You, are you a ring girl? Oh yeah, yeah. Done a bit of Tybo back in the day. <laughs> Billy Blanks. <laughs> I've done Tybo as well. <laughs> I did. I did boxer size at the local sports centre once, Dave. That that yeah. counts to me. Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> but he, he was another one when he said, but it was he wasn't was it. Oh, it was Ron who said the box, but Harris, when he said, oh, yeah, my mum says look like Ronaldo, and I'm sat there chuckling. Sam's like, what are you laughing at? I went, she meant Ron Aldo, the butcher down the road, not Ronaldo. <laughs> he has nothing like Ronaldo. <laughs> no, I, I, I do not know where that has come from at all. I mean, I, I don't like Ronaldo as a person, but, uh, you know, ultimately have to appreciate he is a good-looking bloke. Uh, Harris, I don't see it at all, but... I mean, I think it was Olivia, wasn't it, who seemed to, you know, after the initial couplings and whatever, she, you know, she didn't like him and then she liked him. And, and so I don't know what it is about him, but obviously some of the girls seem to quite like him. Yeah, it's interesting, wasn't it? Because when, when it came to the initial picks, like we started it off and obviously it was great. It was great. Those were musical chairs, but you had Shaq and Tanya and they're pretty much set. They're together. Then you had Ella Main. Uh, Kai, and then mm. one of the things I love is like, oh yeah, my, lip, my lipstick. And she's actually fair Welsh, and she's always a bad accent, so can't anyone. But a lipstick <laughs> matched the bikini. I don't know what that was. I don't know what that was. We'll just go with it. Uh, but, but she said, my lipstick matched a bikini, and they were together. And then uh, Lana got with Ron. Uh, but again, it was all like, well, they won't. And then Olivia gets. Uh, with Kai, but Dave, Olivia, ring girl, came in there, but Michelle Keegan's body double, she literally was a lollipop, didn't she? She would have licked herself. But then she gets pied <laughs> off, doesn't she? Because <laughs> um, Tanya comes in and she steals Kai and he actually steps forward. Yeah. I mean, Kai seems yeah, to be the one yeah. that all the girls like. He's a big lad. He's good looking. He's the one who's the PE teacher. So, I mean, he's Dave. I've not asked for any information, but... Um, yeah, so I think he's going to be the one to watch out for. All the girls seem to like him the most, and I can totally get it. But, I mean, they're all good-looking lads in, in their own right. They are, but, I mean, he's going to be the kind of Tommy Fury, isn't he? He's going to be the one 
when the new bombshells come in, they're going to gravitate towards him. He's going to have his pick. And, you know, it remains to be seen. Will he have his head turned several times or will he settle on someone? So he seems to be the the favorite early doors. But you mentioned about Anna May there. I mean, great. I I don't know if it was an intentional callback to the 80s, but you've got that iconic scene, haven't you, with the girl who comes out of the swimming pool with the red bikini. I thought if there was a prize for the best bikini, I thought she would have made it today. Well, Dave, it was interesting because I was on G-String Watch today as part of research for the podcast, (laughs) obviously, because in (laughs) Hodge... You fill that in on your time sheets. Yep, yep. Uh, from nine o'clock till ten o'clock. G-string watch. Excuse me. You fill it. You 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 pay me on my G-string watch. Uh, but no. It, uh, what I mean is now that sounds so fucking wrong. I mean, I've already dug a heel. You know, dug a grave for myself already. With Sam, but but the, it was the fact that in the Aussie one, the Arses were front and center. One day, every shot of the girls, there was an arse there, Dave, with a G-string on. There was, it wasn't as much tonight, you know, a little bit more respectful. And I, I'm getting to the stage of my life, Dave, where I think uh, less is more. Do you know what I mean, Dave? We don't need to see all that. No, it's that less is more. More is less. I'm getting it wrong anyway. But you get what I'm saying, uh, Dave. <laughs> less is more. I think <laughs> That's the wrong way It's less bikini. I think it's the opposite to what you're trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> get cancelled for the first you, episode. Prefer, prefer if they were, wore a nice shawl or something like that to cover something, up the naughty the, bits. Is, yeah, is that to what cover, you're saying? To cover the modesty. Now, they might sound like a prude, and I got a few <laughs> bits of stick in Discord dinner saying that was being an old man, but but I do think that I, I feel sorry for the girls on this because they're literally just flaunting everything, aren't they, on this show, Dave? So it is Love Island, I get it, but, you know... It is a tough uh, balancing act, isn't it? And I agree on the Australian one. I mean, I, I think it was dental floss. So yeah, I think yeah. the, the bikinis are a bit more practical, I would say. But it, it's a tough thing, I, I guess. If you, you're one of the girls coming in, you know, you've got the precedent of all the previous seasons. You you, you know you ha- kind of have to go in there. You're proud of your body. You want to show off your body, but not too much, you know. I, I think it's probably a tough thing to actually select the right attire, but uh, I approve so far. <laughs> this is a conversation we shouldn't be having, Dave. I was just, I was trying to sort of balance it out. But anyway, so Dave, I know there was a lot going on. We got the couples together, but then we do get the thing which we've seen online where, they were going to get the audience to actually vote what bombshell goes in. And we get, you yeah. know, Maya Jama comes out again. Dave, look, I want one of that the guys. Dress, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a dress. <laughs> I, want, I want the guy, one of the guys to turn around and go, right. She goes, who are you going to pick? And he goes, you. Let's go. <laughs> you know, I want to go on I'm a date sure. with you. <laughs> So, someone's done that, I'm sure. Yeah, the they have, season, they but I can't, yeah, they have. can't remember. But it it did seem pretty windy. Um, yeah, yeah. It did look like she was struggling to hold on to that dress for a little bit of the time there. <laughs> right, we need to get away from all this talk now, <laughs> don't we? <laughs> we need Let's to stop what to. we do. Tom, Let's get on to Tom. Will Young. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, right, I, I just want to say on Will Young, not the singer, the farmer. But, I mean, uh, you saw Olivia saying that, you know, 
he's not that interested. He's already kind of in the friend zone. And they're all kind of saying, oh, Will, isn't he so funny? But it's one of those where I didn't see any of that. Now, it might be one of those where we see it on Saturday on the unseen bits or something. Yeah. But all we saw was this conversation about this tiny little tattoo that he's got on his ankle. And, you know, this awkward conversation that it's like an ex-girlfriend's initials or something like that. And it's like, already he's like, oh, well, you know, what if it gets out that, you know, it's, you know, if I say it's something else and it'll all get out like he's fucking Tom Cruise or something. So he didn't ooze someone who was really funny to me. And I, I'm wondering if he's going to last very long at all or if he's going to be this season's Anton. Possibly, but I do think you've touched on something that, look, by the end of the week, we all have Love Island fatigue. It doesn't matter what we say, but genuinely, if you have the time and it's available where you are in the world, the unseen bits are actually probably the best bits of the week because there's so many contestants. When you watch the narrative of what the producers do on the normal show, and then you think, God, they're boring or they're always unhappy, they're always moaning, blah, blah, blah. And then you see them and you find that the games that they play are more interesting, that they flesh out the characters. Some of the people who we, mm. we knew have gone out on this podcast and we've gone, oh, what an absolute bell and blah, blah, blah. And then you watch them on the, the, the unseen bits, Dave, and they're actually just normal people. And we know now, having there's a lot of people. So what happened last series, and we mentioned it a few times, was a lot of the contestants went on to a couple of podcasts on YouTube and spilled the beans about that there's a voice from above that tells everyone to say, like, say it's Kai and Ella May or Kai and Olivia. Right, Kai and Olivia, can you go and sit on that chair and just talk about this? And that's where these conversations, they don't, they're not organic most of the time, whereas the unseen bits is just them dicking around, Dave, because they don't think they're on camera. So they are mm. really prompted when we watch it on the show. So you have got to take it for being a reality show, as I'm doing the air quote fingers thing. But <laughs> there is a lot of... Um, a, a lot of st- steering them in the direction of the chat. So if you don't have interest in what really goes on, it is not a bad watch, to be fair. Mm. Well, let's see. But uh, for me, the jury's out on Willie. I, I, I just don't have a good feeling that, you know, he's like the opposite end of the spectrum to Kai, you know, who I think is going to have all the options. I, I just feel like Will's going to have none of the options and might be out there pretty quick unless he can prove that he is quite uh, likable and quite chatty and funny and stuff and, and people keep him in for a friend kind of thing. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And you say about Will, because I was a bit iffy on Will, but I'd say on the girls who, who didn't really take to him, and I did like it because she's got a top resting bitch face, but it's Olivia Dave. I think mm. she thought she was going to go in there and be top, you know, the top dog. Yeah. She may be as it goes on, but as soon as Kai pied her off and she's like, yeah, yeah, okay. And then she was chatting to, I think it was Lana, their makeup artist, and she's like, just be honest with me. You've just got to be upfront. And I thought, oh, this is, she's definitely going to be the first one to kick off. So great, great contestant. <laughs> but I can see that. I think she thinks she's going to be like the ekin to with this show, Dave, already. Because she's an actress, yeah. don't forget. Oh, fucking, yeah, it was in the background, something. On the same par as you and your fucking Coronation Street <laughs> bar appearance. How dare you? How dare you? But, yeah, you do get that vibe of, like, a, you know, someone who thinks, 
you know, she in there and be number one and had a nose put out a joint a little bit from the start. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how she comes across as as time goes on. But I tell you what, Chris, talk about a callback to last season. Tanyelle, is, yeah. if you'd have told me Tanyelle is the younger sister of Ekinsu, I think I'd have believed you. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think when we did the preview, didn't I? That, that I thought she was the double. You know, we didn't really watch the we watched a bit of a VT of them, but yeah, I'm with you, a hundred percent, even down to the accent, everything. Yeah, so I think she'll get quite a bit of attention from the boys. Um, and then I think what's what's the guy's name? So it's Ron. He is coupled up with the blonde girl Lana. Lana, yeah, 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 and they. I haven't really got anything negative to say about those two, actually. They they seem like the sort of couple who want to set down early. Yeah. You know, so might might be interesting this first week just to see, you know, if, if people make a play for Lana, maybe that, uh, you know, things get rocked up a little bit. But uh, you could tell from his perspective, he looked to be, you know, pretty settled already, to be honest. And it's like, what, day one, day two? Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on the Tanya and Shaq's the same, Dave. And Lana yeah, even said yeah, it about yeah. Ron, didn't she? She said we're already married, sort of thing, joking when they were picking the couples and that. But yeah, they're the ones that go under the radar. I, I genuinely want some nice contestants, Dave. I just, I don't, what it is with the guys, they have, for some reason, it's like the producers spin them up and they come in there and they just sound like fucking fuckboys, don't they? They just talk yeah. like the girls are just objects that the. You know, they're going to get and then every girl's going to fall up their feet and then, you know, we make all the decisions in him, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, it doesn't work like that. Speak normal. There's probably some really, really nice lads there. But I just, I felt all of them came in there with that Geordie Shaw fucking, I am like, you know, the cock of the north sort of thing attitude. And I can't stand that. It's just so fake. Honestly. Well, it is Love Island. Well, I know, I know. We get here every time. I, I can't think, like I say, I don't think... You really heard that much from that, Ron? No, no, but it was the VT stuff, Dave. When he was in there, they were a bit better. Will seemed a bit better when he was in there, other than that initial like, bit when he came out of the Jeep. But it's just that little bit does my head in. I, my toes curl yeah, when I'm listening yeah. to him talk. Like, lads, you know, just don't. If you just acted like a normal person, which you probably are off camera, I think you'll get more attention off the women than acting like you're some fucking you know, Stallion, who's had about 100 women or something, you know what I mean? It's got to be producer-led, that, though, isn't it? It's got to be, like, they're teed up for that shit. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. they've got to tee up for it, and they've got to, you know, actually edit that bit out and show us that bit. So it's all just, you know, to, to create that bit of drama. But, I mean... We're discussing this, though. Do you not think it's interesting that they've taken their social media accounts off them this year? Well, it, who was it last year, Dave? It was brilliant. And it wasn't the guy, what was he called? Oh, gosh. And his he's, Twitter was fantastic. And it was run by a family member. And he was brilliant. Mm. And he was like the facilitator of, of his account. I don't know what his bloody name is. But he was excellent. Well, I, think, I mean, that's a one-off, isn't it? But yeah. You know, a brilliant callback when you can't remember the name. <laughs> I don't remember the name either. Um, but I think maybe, I know it's more often than not, it's pe like people like Luca, people like oh, Jax, who, you know, are, are basically dicks on the show and then their fans 
family are the ones left managing their social media accounts. So I wonder if it's to kind of starve that particular avenue for trolls of, of oxygen, you know, so they can just eliminate that negative part of the show. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. But also some of the stuff with people running it, look at the stuff with Luca, Dave. You couldn't ignore that last year. And they're going to stick up for him because it's his family, won't they? You know what I mean? But it was the day that that account got into a lot of my with people because at the end of the day, it's the son, isn't it? Mm. They know him better than anybody. We, you know, we're watching him on an edited show. He, I don't think he did himself any favours and, and hopefully he's grown up. Well, I must admit. No, because he showed himself to be a, a massive dick when he came out as well. Well, yeah, I know. I, I was hoping <laughs> no that he'd have grown. No, and I saw something the other day with him doing some TikTok thing with another contestant, which is a bit of a trend online where you bump into someone and then like look back at each other like you're having a bit of a showdown and it was someone from series five and I'm like, oh no, I'm fast forwarding mm. this. I'm, I'm not even giving you my time because I just feel such a dick. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, just we'll see. I, I think that's the right decision though. I really do. And plus Dave, don't forget, it doesn't influence the show because if Will's got a million followers on TikTok, how easy for is it to someone do like a call to arms message? Oh, we need you to vote or whatever. You you know what I mean? He should be able to win it off his own back sort of thing. He's at a, a massive mm. advantage over everyone else. So maybe it's that. Yeah, I think that's that's always the same, isn't it, though? Um, but let's see. Let's see how that affects the show. I, I don't know if it's... Would that really affect him? Because like Gemma Owen last year, you would think, well, she's probably had the biggest following out of everyone or, or was the most well-known so she'd have automatically won every vote, you would have thought, but I don't think that was the case. No, no, that, that wasn't, was it? I mean, I th- I've seen Gemma Owen and her dad. I mean, her dad is terrible, so cringe, Michael Owen. They did like an award ceremony pretty straight after the show, and she was quite thinking, he's like, ah, oh, yeah. Uh, uh. But she, she ended up being on quite a few shows, Dave, so I don't know what she's doing now. I'm sure that, you know, she's earning some money still off the back of the show. Without a doubt, she was quite a popular character, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. But anyway, Chris, we went off on a bit of a tangent there. You were telling me about the new bloke uh, who's coming. Oh, Tom. Olivia said, oh, they can't believe, you know, Maya Chama's back again quite so soon. To which I say, (laughs) why the fuck not? It happens every fucking season. So, um, but apparently they were all shocked. And we've got a new uh, token footballer in there, Chris. Semi-professional day from Barnsley called Tom. He's got a pick of um, the ladies, hasn't he? So the other guys have got to do the grafting. Um, he um, And it was uh, Akena Dave who, last season. His social media, it just came back to me. So That you was know, it, wasn't it? Yeah, Akena. Oh, yeah, Akena, yeah, yeah. great guy. And the, the social was amazing. I think they called it something, it was something like the, the facilitator of his account was brilliant. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I think he got him into trouble, to be honest, Dave, because he was just roasting everybody on the show. So I don't know why they've, they've been them off. But anyway... Yeah, Tom's coming at the end, voted by the public for a change, which which is good, to be fair. Um, whether that is something that is popular, I'm not sure. We'll see how it plays out. But I, given the thing is with this, which I've, I'll give the UK one already, there was something dodgy going on with the Australian one we just covered. So anyone who's not listened to the podcast or who's watching the Australian one, it was all pre-recorded, which you know the UK one is. However... The voting was done by the super fans. Now, there was never any explanation mm. 
who the super fans were. Was it just Sophie Monk with one of the producers and they were just manipulating it? There was never anything shown to us as an audience. Where it, it, went. it was bullshit, wasn't it? It was bullshit. It was absolute fucking <laughs> bullshit. Like, Complete bollocks. But. It was just so they could record it all offline. They could choose who they wanted to win, who they yes. wanted to put through, who they wanted to vote out, and created this Illuminati called the Superfans. So yes. at least we're back to public voting in this Exactly. exactly. And in the UK, it's slightly different because there was all that thing a few years ago about rigging votes, one the people ringing in, and it was all manipulated, like stuff like X Factor pop idol, and that. that's why they've got to be transparent. You could not get away with having a load of super that fans. The, that was the Anson Deck thing, wasn't it? And it yeah, was, yeah. It was that people were voting after the lines had closed. Yes, taking the money, weren't they? They were still taking money off them and stuff. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so so we'll see, Dave. But, but the situation with Tom. Don't know. It's interesting. At least they haven't kicked somebody off in the first episode, which I think they did the last series. <laughs> she was gone the first day, that girl, I think. Was it the last series or series before? Oh, they, they do that very occasionally, don't they? Yeah, um, yeah. But normally it's, it's the same thing. Bombshell comes in, you know, just as everyone's getting settled down at the end of the first night. Happens every time. So it does. For me, decent start. You know, like say with Maya Jama, that's that's a good start by her. Uh, you look like you've got some characters uh, in there from the boys and the girls. So I would say uh, for me, it's a six out of ten, six or seven out of ten start. Yeah, I'm with you, Dave. I think uh, I'm quietly optimistic, but we've got eight weeks of this fucking nonsense. So I'm pretty sure after about two weeks, Dave, we will be literally going, yeah, when is this finishing? But we will be here as always. <laughs> yeah, you will be. That's the form. <laughs> anyway, massive thank you to everyone. Get your emails in, guys. Do you agree with us, disagree? Uh, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. Follow us on social media at cdrealitycast. Please go over to Facebook, Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast and join us there. Um, I think we're just tipping 400 uh, friends over there. Please get over there. We were on that last time. We've had a couple of weeks off. Massive thanks to Charlene, as always, for uh, moderating that. We do appreciate Charlene. Um, if you do want to support us a little bit more, get over to patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast. So the first, Dave, official roll call of honour for this series of Love Island is Cassie, Megan, Kate, Annabeth, Maggie, Kristen, Zoe, Gillian, Michelle, Keith, Helen, Brianna, Joanna, Libby, Katie, Dee Dee, Priscilla, Susan, Hennessy, Lauren, Lucky Luda Green, and Kenka Stas. So thank you so much, guys, for your support. And what a great way to start the new series, Dave. And also, Dave, we haven't mentioned it, but let's be honest, the reality radar is back, my friend. The radar has not been beeping in this episode because there's nothing really for me to get my teeth into. But it will have 100% accuracy, as always. <laughs> Absolutely. But Chris, before we go, and we did do a, an episode, so it was a Patreon-only episode. We we just did a, a series review of what we thought about the UK Traitors uh, season. Now, the US season has dropped the whole season. And now, if you're in the US, it's going to show on Peacock. If you're in the UK, it's showing on BBC Army Player. Chris, you've got to watch the whole of the season because I need to speak to you about it. <laughs> but I can't speak to you until you've watched it. So uh, you need to get watching that as homework as well. Right. Okay. I'm not saying, we, you know, we might 
do a recording of it or whatever, but I just genuinely am bursting. I need to speak to you about it. Right, okay. Leave it with me. I'm currently going through Housewives of Beverly Hills, Dave, which we're 12 years behind at the moment. So we're working there's one our of those way in. Uh, there's a woman from Housewives of Beverly Hills. Oh, what's Hills her name? There. What's her name, Dave? <sighs> I don't know. She's old and blonde. Um, um, so I can't remember her name, but... Uh, old and blonde? Come back to me. <laughs> Old and blonde, yeah. Camille, uh, Adrian, no, Taylor. You, you could basically throw every name out under okay. the sun and the I would not recognise it. But honestly, just to people out there, if you can get access to it, I would recommend it. Probably fast forward through the challenges for me. It's not doesn't really interest me. It's all the backstabbing and <laughs> everything, <laughs> all the emotions that are flying about and stuff that uh, does make me laugh there. But yeah, th- with the US one, they threw in some of the reality stars. So there's people from uh, Housewives of Beverly Hills, people from Survivor, um, as well as some normal people as well. So oh, it, nice. I would say the UK had the edge because people just went off on one, like went really fucking crucible, proper Salem witch trials. Like they just single someone out and that was it. As soon as someone was accused, the whole group would gang up on them. Um, (laughs) Whereas the US one, because they've done reality TV before, they're a bit more reserved, but no, it's, it's still well, well worth a watch. Right, I'll get on it, I promise you, and we'll, I will report back. Because we blitz the other UK one really quickly as well. So leave it with me, David. Cool. Okay, doc. Well, thanks very much, sir, and thanks to everyone out there for listening. I'll speak to you next time. Bye.